Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Well, my baby boomer brethren, welcome to another show of Another Day Above Ground. I'm Dale, and we put this show together for baby boomers, those of you born between 1946 and 1964. We talk about things that uh, we're concerned about, things that we like to do, and things that scare the hell out of us, which is most of our shows. But anyhow, we can't. I can't do it alone. I need my two partners to bring the whole thing together. First of all, coming to us from uh, Denver, Colorado, please welcome Carolyn Strauss. Yeah, and it's ice cream season, but I've discovered something really interesting about ice cream. When you don't put it in the freezer right away and it's 100 degrees outside, it gets these little ice crystals in it when you go to eat it after you've put it back in the freezer. I should have known that years ago, but bad parenting. And every season is ice cream season, really. It doesn't really have an outstanding season. I was going to say, this is, this is Carol. Every day is ice cream day. Hey. <laughs> You're not introduced what, there's yet. There's no season. Oh, sorry. And then, but the other every, vo- there's no season. The other voice okay. you hear, that's not Carolyn's mom scolding her. No, that's going to be our special guest, and I'm going to introduce her in just a moment. But she likes to scold Carolyn anyhow. Okay, also joining us from Indiana, where the COVID cases are climbing, it's the Aristotle of comedy, Tim Slagle. Yeah, criticizing the president's pandemic response. Former President Bill Clinton said he can't believe we have mandatory mask mandates. The uh, the last time he could remember a mandatory mask mandate was his honeymoon. <laughs> If he'd worn a mask on the other end, it would have saved him a lot of trouble. But that's a whole (laughs) different conversation. (laughs) Well, hopefully you guys had a a good week. I just got back from Sturgis. I was up there for the motorcycle rally. Yeah, right. Not this year. It's (laughs) It's a giant freaking Petri dish of bikers up there right now, man. No way I'd go this year. But in the past, I, it, it's fun. But whoa, not now. I, I wouldn't have wanted to use a potty up there in a normal year. I think this is just strange. And, you know, 250,000 people with no masks. I mean, they're outside mostly. It's a good thing. And that's, that's half of what normally show up. Normally, there's at least a half a million that show up. Uh, when I went, it was an anniversary year. There were more like 700,000. There was a lot of people on a town of 7,000. So, yeah, and nobody, you, it's, it's impossible to stay six inches away from somebody, let alone six feet, you know? So, anyhow, that's just one of our worries. We got this darn virus thing hanging around. Have you, have you thought of what the future's going to be like? Tim, that's to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got nothing. I don't. I, I. I don't know how good I am at seeing the future. I. I. Uh, I have no idea what's going on. It's. Uh, I, people. People are terrified. They, they. They. They're. They're. You know. Even. Even. Even though that some places they're open and allowing people to come out, people won't come out. Uh, I know. 
is I, 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 I think maybe the future is we're going to be uh, underground, living like underground rodents. The future of humanity <laughs> is we're going to evolve into like a rodent-like creature. The mole people. Uh, Remember that? Yeah. That was, yeah, the mole people was a movie back in the 70s or something. But, uh, you yeah, know, there's no COVID on Mars. I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe this president had a point. I think Space Force. I think Mars. I think you get tested before you get on the shuttle and we colonize Mars. There you go. All I know Sorry. is that it's going to completely change Halloween. Because, you know, first <laughs> of all, everybody's going to have to wear a mask. They're all going to be the same. You know, so you won't really believe it. Uh, well, there's the ice cream the truck. Ice cream, it must, right be, must be. It's in front of Carolyn's house. <laughs> <laughs> she has to eat it immediately or there'll be crystals. To, need to run down and get something from them, but... But, I, you know, I don't want kids coming to my door looking for candy. I bought one of them T-shirt cannons like you get at the stadium. <laughs> and they can stay on the sidewalk. I'll shoot it to them from 20 feet away. I hope nobody gets an eye put out by a butterfinger. I actually had a church person, a church person, show up at my door like last week, she was wearing a white T-shirt and an apron-type dress and said, Hi, I'm here from the Church of Something. I wasn't paying attention. And she said, I'm just wondering if you want information about our church. And I looked at her like she had seven heads. I said, No, I'm good. Thanks, but do you have any ice cream? And she didn't, <laughs> and so I made her leave. Uh, well, it's not one of the churches that has like, ice cream afterwards? <laughs> The Church of the Seven Heads. <laughs> Our Lady of 31 Flavors. Yes! <laughs> now that's a church I could get behind. <laughs> well, well, as you can tell, one thing this virus has made all of us, and that's a little bit goofy. We're a little bit <laughs> off the edge. We're a little bit going nuts. So we thought that we had better bring in an expert, a professional on people that, you know, go nuts, nuts. To, talk, to talk to us. So we were lucky enough to, uh, to get a hold of, uh, of Claire. Wait, what did I do with your paper, Claire? There you are, Claire Telford. Claire, and Claire is a licensed marriage and family therapist. And not only that's not bad enough, she also specializes in adolescence. You know, the worst part of the family, usually. Claire, thank you, and thanks for joining us here on another day above me. ground. Oh, so what's it like now? Everybody's got to be going a little goofy. Like, you know, I've been living with the same person 24 hours a day for the last four or five months. You know, how do I know when the day comes when we're going to poison each other? Uh, you don't, and that's part of this game. It's a game. <laughs> this was actually set up as a game. This is Survivor gone <laughs> nuclear. It, it could very well, yeah. I, I think it's all a big setup to see who, what, which couples are going to actually end up, uh, who's going to live, and 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 who's going to lose it. And I think that's really what this really is. I think it's just basically we're in a giant bubble and it's a reality show. So yep. is that the kind of advice you give to people? You're either going <laughs> yep, to make that it is, or that you're going to die. I make, the, I make hundreds of dollars an hour telling people they're on a giant reality <laughs> show and to calm the hell down. <laughs> yeah, I want to renegotiate my contract. This sucks. <laughs> wow. Did I if study If you feel like thing? killing the teenagers in your house, don't worry. That's just Darwin whispering in your ear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, Claire, what... What are, tell us about what teenagers are going, I mean, a lot of us as baby boomers have teenagers, some of us more mature baby boomers have teenage grandkids. 
what's happening with them right now in this? Because I know as adults, we just get to drink a lot. Teenagers aren't allowed to do that. Yeah. Well, they're, you know, just because they're not they're allowed. Not allowed they're not allowed to do it. Yeah. But no, I, actually, to, on, a, on a, just a, a minor serious note here, I have been really impressed with my teenagers that I work with. They're doing better than the adults. They really are. Um, and I, find, I found it, they're, they're much, they have had to adapt to so many more things in their lifetime. Um, they're adapting quite well. I think the biggest issue has been people are like, oh, you know, parents are like, oh, they have nothing to worry about. We're worrying about, which is valid. You know, we're worried about losing our homes and our jobs and bills and mortgages and, you know, the future and every, everything. We worry about everything. And they go, oh, they have nothing to worry about. Um, they really do. And they've also lost a lot. A lot of these teenagers lost their senior year of high school. They're losing their freshman year of college. That's all. That's what you do when you go to school. You go, how many more years till I'm done? Yay, I'm done. Now I get to leave home and go to a dorm. Uh, no. Now you can't do that. You know, you might be able to do that, but not really. Um, they lost their senior stuff. They're losing their summer. They're losing their um, ability to go get a job and 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 make their first paychecks and feel and self-esteem. That's a lot to lose when they've been on the planet for 18 years. This is an 18th of their year, I mean, of their life that they're losing. Um, that's a lot. It really is a lot. On the other side, they really don't know what they're losing because they haven't started it yet. So S- some it, of them, it, I would say, sen- yeah, they're pretty naive about it. Yeah. It's a, it's essentially, it's a, wait, wait, you mean uh, in March is like, you, I, I don't have to go to school the rest of the yeah. year. And I have to stay in the house with my computer and my phone and my, and my, my parents. But the problem is the parents. And my parents, seriously, when you were 17, if you were home with your parents all day, every day. Develop, developmentally, if we're going to look at this, you know, psychologically in, in, in terms of development, which is what I specialize in, this from 15 on, they're supposed to be doing what's called individuation and separation, which is finding their family outside their family, you know, finding groups of friends and other fam, whatever. And that's stopped. That is dead in the water now, um, which is difficult. But the silver lining is, I find silver linings everywhere because I love Bradley Cooper. But that's a whole other thing. Um, <laughs> um, it's why she can relate to the adolescents so well. Yeah. She hasn't <laughs> graduated <laughs> through it herself. No, I, no, I'm not there yet. Uh, is that the silver lining is, is that one of, the, one of the really difficult things is, you know, teenagers, adolescents define themselves almost primarily, by how other people see them and the feedback they get every day from people at school and teachers and, you know, they can't do that anymore. They're having to really sit alone with themselves and figure out how they feel about themselves without that feedback. And I found that refreshing. I really found they're coming in and going, wow, I've had all this time to think and, you know, they're, they're, I'm, I'm not getting feedback from my friends and about how I look and what I'm wearing and all, because nobody cares anymore. So they're actually, I think there's a different development that they're going through. And I find it refreshing. I don't I like think it. they've lost touch, though, because they're constantly in contact through social media. And I see a lot of feedback and stuff given on there, you know, between the Facebook and, and uh, Snapchat and Tic Tacs or whatever the hell the other one is. Tic Tacs and and Tic Tacs are what you wear before you put on your mask. Yeah. Put one in your mouth before you put on the mask. The first few weeks of this, and I would say into probably the end of June, beginning of July, that was the case. They have nothing to talk to each other about anymore. It's interesting. They don't want to go online anymore. I have kids who come in and they're like, I'm totally bored. I'm like, talk to your friend. What are they going to talk about? Hi. This is their conversation on, on MyFace or Zoom or whatever. Hey. Hey. So what are you doing? Nothing. What are you doing? Nothing. 
What are you doing tomorrow? I don't know. Did you talk to anybody? Not really. Okay, talk to you tomorrow. They have nothing to talk about anymore. They're talked out. Yeah, uh, no way. I had that same conversation this morning with my yeah, sister. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Silly thing. Well, what do you uh, what do you recommend if people out there have uh, have uh, kids? And you said you work with people up to twenty five, which are yeah. you know that in and and you know they should have a grip on life by now. And they, hopefully they're worried about losing their job because they didn't go to yes. college and never got a good one. But what would you <laughs> recommend uh, they them to do, or the par- parents or grandparents to do to help them through this? Uh, a couple things. I think first is the difference between what parents and grandparents well, I say parents are are what their stressors are are very different from what their kids stressors are um, and so I think having a certain amount of okay w- really kind of trying to understand that that them sort of quote unquote whining about which you know it gets on your nerves after a while about I didn't get prom or I can't see my friends or I'm lonely or I'm bored and whatever that's a real thing I mean it's not you know you're losing your job and you're going to be on the street but for them it's a very real thing sort of listening and not judging it and sort of going okay and but then also the what do you want to do about it what can you do about it instead of trying to fix it for them I go okay let's go do this or let's do that or why don't you take an SAT class or whatever um just ask them just make them come up with so what do you want to do with this Maybe there's some group online that you want to start. Maybe there's something that you want to do that's helpful that can get, do it, encourage them to do it, but don't do it for them. Just say, hey, I get that that's how you feel. So what are you going to do about that? This is not ending, people. We're not out of this. It's a while. Um, Tell them, I hear you. So what do you want to do? Well, do you have any suggestions like any of the kids that you work with? What have they come up with? So like as parents... Or grandparents, we can suggest something. If our kids are not creative, right? There are a lot of people who aren't creative and can't think outside of what's happening right Right. in front of them. Give us some ideas, Claire, that we could maybe suggest to the kids. Uh, If they, for one of the great things, I don't know if you guys know about uh, Depop. I'm not doing this to get credit from Depop because it's teenagers. We're looking for sponsors, though. So Depop, 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 it's it's the bubble gum (laughs) that doesn't make noise. It's fantastic. We love Depop. How many times do we have to say it to get a sponsorship? Depop is Depop. Depop is like an online garage sale for teenagers. (laughs) 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 I thought you were talking about that Chopra fellow. Depop Okra. Depop Okra. Depop. Yeah, Depop Okra. Depopra. Depopra. What is Depop? Depop is like an online garage sale for teenagers where, you know, teenagers, they get get sick of their clothes. They buy their clothes. Oh, my God, I have to have that. And three weeks later, they don't want it anymore. So kids have gotten really, they've sort of started this whole thing where they have these days where they they clean out their closets. Sometimes they will alter clothes given, like right now, tie-dye apparently is back. Um, And then they go online and they they have to, it takes quite a while. You have to take pictures of it. You have to post it. You have to market it. Your stuff, you know, your stuff. Um, it's like you have your own web page of your own stuff and you sell it and then the money you make is Depop money so you can buy somebody else's crap. So basically, it's like an online garage sale for kids, but it's quite a lot of work. It takes a lot of focus. Um, and they're having a really good time doing it. It's really taken out. They're learning how to ship things because um, you have to ship your own stuff. So they're learning how to do that. They're learning how to market. They're learning how to budget. Um, the other thing is there's a lot of, uh, of um, opportunities that are that if – you're not in Southern California, which I am, but um, a lot of places, it is perfectly safe for kids to go and do community work. 
um, food banks, um, all that kind of stuff. They've made it incredibly safe. I've heard something really amazing. Do you know that poll work for the upcoming elections, poll work is actually paid work, and yep. most of the people who are poll workers are over 60, well, and actually, they're not going to be able to well, go. Most of the poll workers were unemployed when they canceled the conventions. Oh, re- really? Oh, different kind of poll. Different poll, yeah. Yeah, I, see, I was going there. You got there first. The people named Wachuski were canceled. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I was going Two all into no the dollar e. tips and the whole thing, and yeah. I uh, know tracing, um, tra- being tracers and and um, and and political poll, poll workers, workers, right? Oh, poll dancing okay. is different. Uh, there are really a lot of opportunities. I think it just takes the kids getting bored enough and not having people throw ideas at them and just go, okay, there's stuff. There really is a mountain of stuff out there. Is there a huge difference of what's happening between you deal with kids 15 and 25? What's going on for the 15-year-olds? And then what's going on for the 25-year-olds? And we can figure out what's happening in between. 15-year-olds are doing way better because um, they're, they are mo- the younger they are, the, the happier they are uh, to stay home and binge watch anything. Um, they, they don't have this huge curiosity and need and, and energy and responsibility and all that kind of stuff. Um, when you, the older they get, the more stressed they are about their future. When you're 16, 17, you're going into your senior year of high school, how are they going to take their SATs? How are they going to do college apps? How are they going to go visit the colleges? Then the kids that are going into college, am I going or not? And then over the, the, the kids that I still work with, the young adults that I work with, um, it's really interesting. They're going back home. Because they can't afford to, to live if they're out of college and they've got that two years. My, my, my uh, cap is really 25 years old. Um, they're going home. So now they're having to learn how to live with, and their siblings are coming home. So now they're back to being a child of their parents in their parents' home again. And that was not because they did anything wrong or because they were a slacker. That's because they, they, they're gig workers, a lot of them, and they can't afford the rent. And so they got to go home. So now you have three and four adult 25 and over siblings living back home with their parents that's to, just hard everybody's to, hard nightmare. to throw a kegger that way yeah but it, it tim said it's hard to throw a kegger that way but it's an yeah. easy way to get your lawn mode so yeah yeah <laughs> and your laundry done again with the silver linings again with the silver linings but yeah i think it's the difference is the the amount of responsibility and expectations on a 15-year-old versus a 24, 25-year-old are completely different. Um, and I, so I think, again, my biggest thing is patience. You know, I will tell parents and I will take just, there is no, there's no rush now to do anything. But when you do do something, think it through. But be patient with each other. Be patient. So now that we've dealt with the, the teenagers, help yes. me, Claire. <laughs> help. Carolyn, I have been trying to help you for 42 years. <laughs> She's been trying to help you since you were a teenager. My, it's true. We met when we were teenagers. My arm has been reaching out, and it's tired now. <laughs> In fact, that's probably why she picked that field of study, is she wanted to help you. I, had to, to learn to, how to I had to help her. I had to fix her. I couldn't stand it anymore. <laughs> Now, it, does does the uh, you know? I remember my parents. You know, it would always say, "I when I was your age," and, yeah. and they was, does does that ever work? I mean, because I can relate Never. to some of that stuff. You know, Never. when I was your age, I missed a whole year of, of college because I discovered acid. 
And yeah. um, you know, <laughs> and I think pandemic and acid are very much alike. Yes, very they much were. Alike. They were in well, the seventies. It 70s. does feel like an alternative reality. Like an alternative reality, exactly. <laughs> Both of them force you to sit on the carpet at home and scream. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's never good. When I was your age, that's never you no, know. No, and I and the reason why, and I tell parents all the time, um, my least favorite thing is working with parents because I just don't like adults. Um, you t- uh, excluded, present company excluded. I don't like uh, them either. No, I, I I don't. <laughs> like parents um no my, think about is there really anything relatable to if i said to mike i have three grown children if i said when i was your age they would look at me and go what yeah you didn't have a laptop we had a phone <laughs> that's right we had a phone in the house that was really for my dad yes we had a black and white tv and i mean there's just four nothing. channels yeah there is absolutely nothing relatable yeah when i wanted to basics, play when which I- is Go ahead, go when ahead. I wanted to play with the computer, I'd have to punch out a bunch of IBM cards and walk all the way down to the computer center, and I got to play with it for five microseconds. And it was go. tic-tac-toe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's just nothing relatable. There's not Our stresses when we were there, well, we had to go, there's nothing relatable there. What about you know, we made it, our own fun? That's what my mom always did. Well, we, we did, and fun. that's what kids don't do now. That's one thing that I will say I, I, is another silver lining. See, the silver lining thing is just a theme today, um, is that kids are really happy. They're so sick of videos. that They really are burning out on on electronics. Um, and now they really are going back to painting. I see a lot of kids are painting, writing. I've got a couple kids who are writing memoirs about what it was like to be a teenager. Because they're sick of what they have and there aren't. So they are having to make their own fun. So it's graffiti. It's painting and writing. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that perfect. explains the riots. Yeah. I was going to say, they go. do that a lot in Chicago, <laughs> but now they bring guns and take home goods. You know, oh. so yeah. it's not yeah. uh, it's not that good. So if you had to, uh, in, in, as a in a in a broad statement, and you know, it's yeah. it's very unfair to say to someone who charges by the hour, um, but in a in a, in a broad statement, by what, the minute, by the minute, <laughs> yeah, wait till you get her bill for this, you bill guys. For this. She's not doing this because she loves me. Yeah. Just so you know, you, you, no. you, you guys have changed by the minute. Jeez. Uh huh. Um, no, I'm going to say, oh, do you have any, any, any yeah. just a, a general generality for the, the people that are listening to this, people yeah. in their 50s, 60s, 70s are listening yep. to this. They're saying, of course, just like everybody else, we never went through anything like this before. It's starting to make some of us kind of nuts. What what do we do? What's coming next? We don't know. But what do we do now? Well, I think the, the first obvious thing is, is that if, you know, if you're really sick of the person you're with, I, I would, I would just poison them. I would just, I would just get rid of them. <laughs> I, That's what I thought, but I, I mean, I, I don't know what's taking you so long. <laughs> virtual, virtual Tinder follows that. Yeah, so, there you go. Yeah. Um, just get rid of the people that you don't like that are around you. No, so, uh, bro, what would I say? <laughs> the, the views of our guest are not necessarily the views of another day <laughs> above ground. Right, right. Uh, I, you know, I, I could be all like, uh, no, that be, I know the answer. I could be serious for a minute. Do it for a second, Claire, because you're brilliant. I believe this is a really good time and I'll and I'll give my best friend the 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 uh, uh, some praise here she is a people person she is externally motivated I am internally motivated I could be without people for a year I'd be totally happy she can't go five minutes without somebody calling her her talk she's so and so 
I think one of the things that you can do is think use this time because we do have a lot more downtime than we think. I know we have to scramble to make money and, and we have gigs and stuff like that, but we also do have a lot more downtime. And I think using that time to say, okay, what about this is my challenge? Her challenge was learn to learn how to be alone, honestly. Yeah. Um, Thank God for the dog. Yeah. <laughs> and, and to really challenge yourself to go, I, I'm going to not give myself the choice. I'm just going to lean into this, to use a buzzword, but really lean into this. That is my challenge. If there is, for example, if you're with someone, if you're living with someone, like you said, that, you know, the second, I mean, kill them, you know, first. But if you really don't want to kill them, um, if that's not on the to-do list, um, the second thing might be, the second option might be to make some kind of challenge with them about how are we going to be different with each other? We're stuck together. Let's do something different. We're sick to hell of each other, which of course you are. Um, do something different. Make something different in your relationship or your time together. Maybe it's live in separate rooms. I had a couple that, that honestly, that lived, it's friends of my a younger son, that just said, literally, we're just going to learn how to live in the same place in different rooms for a week so that we miss each other because they couldn't miss each other. They're like, I want to miss you and I can't miss you and they can't go anywhere. The, just find a challenge with this and, and make that a, a positive, make that a thing to work at. And I will tell you that she's much better at being alone I, I, Much better. I, I know Much that, better. I know that my wife has missed me, but that's because she has really lousy aim. And there you, there you go. That, you okay. <laughs> so maybe her challenge could be getting more, getting better at throwing the frying pan at you. That's her. She can lean into that. Right. We're not having the Olympics. There's no javelin throwing. It's frying pan throwing. Yeah, see, she at, right there. I it's think, the same shape. I think that is a challenge. It's a goal, and I think it's a good one. I'm actually lucky. My wife has no idea where the frying pan is. <laughs> Does she know where you are? <laughs> it's four o'clock. Do time. you know where exactly. your husband is? <laughs> uh, well, anybody else have any uh, any last uh, questions for uh, for Claire before we let her go? No, perfect. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> bye. That was good. Love it. <laughs> no, I will. I just to like. This is an incredibly interesting time for sociologists also. Um, we, don't, we can't do it now because we're in it. But this is going to be fascinating to look at the genesis and the development, kid development, early child development, teen development, adolescent development, young adult. We're going to be looking back on this sociologically. It is going to change an entire generation of people. And actually, it's going to change every generation just a little bit. There's no way we can come out of this without having changed something about how our generation looked at the world before and after. We had post and pre 9-11. This is, uh, uh, and that, that was huge. That was a huge sociological change. This is going to be a massive, it's like a massive social experiment gone way wrong. Um, but it's going to be very interesting to do, you know, to look back five years from now, look at this podcast, look at the the interesting people you've talked to and go, God, look what was, look what we were talking about. How did we do that? What came out of that? It's going to be absolutely fascinating. What's going to come out of it is a size 10 is going to be two inches bigger from every manufacturer <laughs> because yeah. we have no choice. Yeah. Five years from now, we're going to be sitting around saying, remember what earth was like? That was yeah. a nice time. Remember what daylight was? <laughs> remember winter? 
Yeah. I liked winter. <laughs> she just liked winter because really? her ice cream doesn't melt as fast. Exactly. <laughs> Great callback, Claire. Thank you. You're welcome. Claire Telford, thank Carolyn you so Jones, much for friend. appearing on our show. If people want, you know, if they had problems and they wanted to get a hold of you, uh, how would they uh, How would they go about doing that? How could they are welcome to email me. Um, I can give you the email. I'll, it's confusing, but not. Um, the email is C as in Charlie, H as in Henry, T as in Thomas, L as in Larry, V as in Victor, at AOL.com. Yes, that does exist. AOL My best friend, exist. the baby boomer. Yes. C-H-T-L-V at AOL.com. <laughs> they still have the AOL.com. They never, you know, they never hurt me. Do you remember me? when they charge you per text? Thing. Remember that? Oh, email, yeah. Per oh, email. yeah. Oh, my God. My bill was like $400. I'm like, what were we doing? I cleaned out my desk and actually found the disc. Oh, yeah, the disc. You couldn't go anywhere from the hardware store to the post office without seeing a stack of free discs. You know, they get AOL. And it was like 10 hours of free communication on AOL. Yeah, it was crazy. Now they're really good coasters. Yeah, you good. They make great coasters. They they're good. So that one I, more time, uh, Claire, give us that uh, in the simplest form rather than people's names. Okay, it's C T H. Go ahead. C H T L V at AOL.com. C H T L V. So yes, uh, and they're welcome to email me any questions. I always answer everything. Okay, so China has tourists Las Vegas, so I can remember that instead of those men's names. I think those are appropriate. Okay. <laughs> it's also very true. If you went to China, don't go to Las Vegas. Is that, is that, or vice versa? <laughs> go, don't go to China would be my first guess, but that's yeah. just me. Um, that's about, that's about it. Uh, 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 Carolyn, do you have any uh, last, uh, last words? Well, if you're listening to this and you're running blended meetings, hybrid meetings, go to brilliant100.com and check out what I created to help you along with that. Okay, perfect. How about you, Tim? Uh, I will have a blended show. Another one actually coming up. It's the Crash and Burn show. A blender show? A bl- oh, okay. Uh, uh, I was, yeah, I'm yeah, already a bl- cocktail a blender hour. Show. I'm already yeah, doing margaritas Carolyn got here. me a gig on the Home Shopping Network. Yeah. I'm gonna be, <laughs> I already did <laughs> I'm that. I'm going to be selling Mr. <laughs> Juice. <laughs> no, I got a, a, a show that we do. It's called Crash and Burn. It's uh, four comics each trying to write 20 minutes and no single week and uh, you will be able to watch that uh, either live in if you live near the Minneapolis area or you will be able to watch it on Zoom uh, stay tuned for more details go to acmecomedycompany.com if you uh, want more information and that's uh, September 15th through 19th fantastic and yeah, uh, if you want to get laughs every Friday just uh, sign up at daleirvin.com and I will send you the Friday funnies which is a humorous look at the uh, un, uh, un- suspecting news of the week we also want you to visit our website anotherdayaboveground.com if you would like to be a guest on there you let us know drop us a note and we would love to talk to you if you have something of interest to baby boomers other than that it's all been uh, it's all been said we'll thank claire one more time and go out and have a great day because after all today is another day above ground and that's it for another day above ground For Dale, Tim, and Carolyn, I'm Farad Muhammad. Thanks for listening.